Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Well, hello, networkers. Welcome to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the reluctant networker and uh, sometimes also known as the superhero in residence, uh, according to my mom. And with me is my mom, also known as the networking guru and my, uh, my business partner, uh, Debbie Peters. Hi, mom. Hi, Greg. And you know what? Other people will tell you that there are other names that they have applied to me that may not be as nice. <laughs> well, and we won't I, talk as, I about those. as I recall, there is a saying that, that of, of your acquaintances and friends that you never walk away from a conversation with Debbie wondering what she meant by that. So. <laughs> And I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. In fact, we were talking about that a little bit last week uh, in the episode. We were talking about uh, things that people can do to damage their uh, their networking relationships. And and you, because you are so forthright, and I, I don't want to say blunt, but forthright's a good word. You you have the ability to basically call call it as you see it and and get get things off of a bad track and possibly move them over to a good one. So, uh, you know, take pride in it, right? <laughs> I I do, but. I- I, a lot of times I feel bad when people tell me after they meet me and they find out how wonderful I am that, <laughs> that they were afraid of me for a long time. So evidently that does increase the fear level. Well, you know, uh, they, they'll just have to get, get past that because yeah. everyone, everyone recommends you. It is they're just, you know, you're, you're going to always know where Debbie stands. So. <laughs> All right, so this week, I guess I should, what, what, what's been going on with you? What's been up? Oh, what's been going on with me? Well, um, my friend Deanna was in town last week, and she is um, from Western Pennsylvania, and we get together every year so we can do canning, and so we had some fun doing that and just, you know, spending a little bit of girlfriend time cool. with each other. Well, yeah. I know you were, you had, I remember uh, uh, a little while back now, uh, you had uh, pictures of the produce that had come out of your garden, including a vast, vast pile of cantaloupe. And it still keeps coming. I remember <laughs> at the beginning of the year, of, of the produce year, um, our, my stupid dog, Gable, who is being a bad dog doing, you know, destroying everything that he can get his little mouth on. He was picking the can- the small cantaloupes that were about, I don't know, uh, what's what's the game? Not bowling. What's the other game that you use a ball? Bocce ball. Bocce ball. Yeah, about bocce ball size. Okay. And, and you know, he was thinking that those were. So he was picking them off the vine, and I was so mad at him because he was taking my melons. Well, now. Kind of wishing he'd taken a few more. I wish he'd taken a few more. <laughs> I keep giving them away, and they keep like coming in, but they're really we were good. Talking about you were going to make a uh, salted cantaloupe, honey cantaloupe jam, right? It ended up being not the honey because my recipe at least didn't tell me that it could be canned, and I wasn't sure. So it was salted cantaloupe with sugar in it. Oh, okay. Well. Um, I, I'm guessing that I could have canned it with honey in it, but it just, I'm really, because I only have a water bath canner, not a pressure cooker. Oh, okay. And I, I don't want to poison people. So it's well, really that's, good. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> really, really good. And then I made um, uh, melon sorbet, and that's really good too. Ooh, maybe I have to break some quarantine to get down there and uh, yeah. try that out. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So this week, uh, we are talking about how to keep our networking, uh, our networking uh, connections in mind, how we can help them uh, remember us, how we can remember them. Uh, and this was uh, from one of our listeners, Kathy Harper. Uh, she said, people tend to forget about others they don't see regularly. Uh, how do we remember them and help them remember us? Um, and this is, uh, can be particularly challenging right now. We're in the middle of this COVID uh, pandemic. We're, we're quarantined away from each other for the most part. And it is easy for your network to start evaporating because you're not seeing each other as frequently. So how do we deal with all this? I don't how know. do we deal with it in a normal time, let alone <laughs> how do we deal with it in COVID? <laughs> I have an answer. <laughs> well, okay, that's all for this week then. Yeah. <laughs> we, our podcast the last two weeks have been way too long. So, so we're going to make this one about short. two and a half minutes long. So. <laughs> yeah. But um, there are some thoughts that I do have, but we'll, we'll keep this short. So I think that one way to help people remember you and for you to remember them also is that when you are meeting with them, you're taking notes, first of all, for mm. whatever it is that young people do instead of writing down. I think they, they key it in, but Thank you. I wouldn't be able to read my notes then. And, um, and then figure out the things that you're going to do. If this person feels good to you, maybe you're going to introduce them to a couple people. They're going to remember the heck out of you if you send an email out on their behalf and say, this is, you know, to one of your networking partners and say, this is a person that I think that you should meet. Let me tell you a little bit about her. And oh, by the way, in sending it out to both of them, let me tell you about the other person. And I recommend that you get together on a Zoom call because uh, or I can, you know, we can do a three-way Zoom call and I can introduce mm -hmm. you, whatever mechanism that you, however you want to do it. They're going to remember you as someone that you don't have to be there all the time. They're going to remember you because you've done that for them. So think about what it is that you can do right away after you've met them for the first time. Okay. That's, uh, I think that's a great one. Uh, well, and something that I teach in my, my uh, speaking programs is, you know, the, the whole purpose of that first meeting is to find ways to be of service to that other person. Um, whether it's, you know, finding ways to connect them with resources they need or, or introductions from people they need to know or, or whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's, uh, if, if you can do that, that's, well, and, and I think you mentioned when you're meeting with someone for the first time, you literally, you, you put little stars next to the things that you should be doing yeah. uh, that, that, that you can do for them. And if you don't have any stars, you consider it a failure. Yeah. And, um, and one of the things is if you're meeting with someone for the first time, you can invite them to an event or an organization that you're attending. Mm -hmm. Again, they're going to remember you because um, uh, most of the time when I'm inviting them to go to an event with me, it's because I want to introduce them to someone else that will be attending. Okay. And the fact that you have gone the extra mile to help them will make them remember you. I will tell you, and Believe me, there is no system in place in this mine. You have the system. I don't. I, I, can, I, can, I can also agree to that. <laughs> but recently I met a woman whose company name is Monarch. And her name is escaping me now, but I'm going to look it up because I want to make sure we mention her. So, so, so the fact, very fact that you're looking it up tells me you actually do have some sort of a system oh. so that you can... Well, and that's why I write my notes, you know, handwrite them, and then 
later, I uh, put them into my, you know, I type them into my system because that helps that information to enter my, my long, I can't spell here, my long-term memory. <laughs> Doesn't help with your typing skills. Doesn't help with my typing skills. Her <laughs> company name is Monarch Endeavors and her name is Julie Sumner. Okay. And she told me a story about um, how the, she's a, she's a former attorney. You know, you wouldn't think of an attorney having a, a soft name for their company. Mm -hmm, yeah. But her father, who was important in her life, he died. But monarchs had always been a big thing in his life. And so monarchs appear from time to time, uh, you know, just out of the ordinary for her. And she knows it's her dad coming. And so she knew that she wanted to start this company. It's a... Um, an HR um, support company. So okay. she uses her, you know, she was a um, employer relations type attorney, labor law. And so she uses that knowledge obviously with this company. Um, so she was trying to think of, you know, what am I gonna call my company? And she was driving down the expressway. So going fast yeah. and this monarch flew over and she was thinking of names. And you know, trying to come up with something, and this monarch flew across her windshield and landed on the windshield while she was driving. While she was driving, and she knew it was her dad saying, "You need to call it Monarch." So okay. that's how she got the name. So I remember that because she attached a story to it. So one day, I think it was last week. It was such a gorgeous day, and I didn't want to sit in my office all day, and so I went out on her back deck to took my computer out, you know, do work out there. I have a whole bunch of gorgeous blue perennial azuratum in bloom. Now there's um, annual azuratum that are short little plants that you have mm -hmm. to plant every year. But this annual or this perennial azuratum is about mm, two, and a half, two and a half feet tall and it's very prolific. I can pull it out a lot and it's still is these big swaths, swaths of beautiful blue flowers. And evidently the monarchs love it because there were like, uh, I don't, there were probably 50 monarchs flitting around out going from the, you know, one area to the next. So I quick got my phone and I took a picture. I think there were only three monarchs in the, the picture, but I sent it to her and said, I thought, and I did, I thought of her when I saw them and I think that she really liked that. She got to back to me and said that was so nice of me to think of her. Yeah, I mean, some of it's just a matter of acknowledging that we are thinking of someone. I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but I, that that was spontaneous. I have no system in place that. that, that you know, uh, speaking of you know, if, if we want to talk about systems, uh, which I know you don't, but that's okay, because uh, <laughs> of of the two of us, I think I'm the systems guy here. So <laughs> I will not argue with that. <laughs> So uh, I've been doing, uh, as you know, because of COVID, I, I had to come up with a, a new virtual keynote. Um, and we talk, uh, the one I came up with is called uh, Staying Connected in a World of Isolation. And in it, one of the things I talk about is a system for staying connected with uh, your network. And it's called Connect5. And it's basically just one person, you connect with one person from your network um, each day of the week and each day of the week has a different category and on Thursdays it's throwback Thursday or turn back time or whatever you want to call it it's it's the people you've forgotten 
Oh, um, I like that. And so, you know, the first question is, well, if I've forgotten them, then how do I know to reach out to them? <laughs> Good point, Greg. So, uh, but, but we all have uh, mail archives, email archives that go back years, if not decades. I know you have a fair amount of email that's uh, possibly there. Um, or or uh, LinkedIn. Uh, you could go to your LinkedIn connections, and I'm sure that there are, are connections in there that you've made over the years that you've lost track of. Um, being able to just pick one out and say, you know, you know I, I just saw your name the other day. I've been thinking of you. I realize we haven't talked in a while, and uh, I want to see how you're doing. And, and ask them, how are they doing? Because let's face it, all of us are facing some challenges right now. I'd love to ask, so, so how are you dealing with it, and what surprising new silver linings have you discovered? Um, because it kind of gets a good conversation going. Mm -hmm. So um, just being able to, to do that, to, to reach out and acknowledge, first of all, that you, you probably haven't reached out to them in a while, um, but to reconnect. You know, most people are not going to be upset with you for reaching out to them. Because um, I know some people are like, oh, man, but, you know, I haven't reached out to them in years. That's going to be, they're going to, what are they going to think of me? They haven't reached out to you in years either. So why not? Just reach out to them, say hello, say you've been thinking of them. And most people are absolutely tickled by that. I've, yeah. I've gotten some great responses from it. Um, I even, uh, on, on Wednesdays, uh, I've made it my, my hero day. So I reach out to my heroes just to say, you know, say, hey, this is how you've mattered in my life. Um, and so I reached out to our good friend, Scott Ginsburg, to tell uh -huh. him how much uh, he has really impressed me. And he was actually someone who encouraged me to become a speaker in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just this week, I, I reached out to Bob Berg. Oh, yeah. Um, who you introduced me to, to his work. Um, yeah. And I got to meet him at a conference. And he actually, uh, he, I met him in, uh, in person earlier, but um, I ran into him at my very first National Speakers Association National Convention. And he was just this kindest person. He's, he's, he's every bit the person who lives uh, the, the, you know, he lives the words he speaks on stage. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he cares deeply about all those around him. He actually kind of took me under his wing and started introducing me all around to the people that he was meeting. Um, it wasn't very formal or anything, and it only took a few minutes. But he was introduced to me to, like, Darren Hardy, who is the uh, the publisher at the time of Success Magazine. Oh, my gosh. And, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> so, I mean, just a delightful guy. And I realized I hadn't talked with him for years. So I, I just sent a quick message to him, and he was obviously very touched by the fact that I was reaching out just to say hello and, and tell him how much he had meant to me. Um, so, you know, hey, reach out to the people you've forgotten. So having, I love that. I hadn't thought about having a theme for each day. So Hero Wednesday, Throwback Thursday. Yeah, well, my whole idea behind that was it's, it's uh, and, really easy for us to get focused only yeah. on our business and, connections. Yeah, um, it helps us to, well, so for me, I'm, I immediately started thinking about who would be the heroes that I would reach out to. So it, it put a face on people having that theme. I like that. Um, so yeah, the way I did it Monday is, uh, you know, since it's the beginning of the work week, it's a good time to connect with your work, uh, people that you associate with work. So it might be your supervisors, it might be your subordinates, it might be your coworkers, it could be your clients, or prospects, whatever, uh, put that into your work area. Tuesday is your, uh, your trade connections. So anybody that does the same thing as you do, maybe in your, maybe you belong to a trade association, why not reach out to them? Um, Wednesday, 
originally I had is the vendors. So vendor vends day, you know, uh, <laughs> um, but I realized I don't have a whole lot of vendors. Yeah. So that's why I decided to make it my veneration Wednesday uh, instead. So that's when I started reaching out to my heroes. Um, Thursday is of course throwback Thursday. And then Friday is friends and family because we often forget that they are also a part of our network. Uh, those who are closest to us in our, our circles of influence. So, um, so yeah, five days a week, here's one, one each day, one from each category. And you know, it, it actually, it's, it's been feeling like my, my, uh, I will admit, even being the, uh, the supposed networking expert, that this time of COVID, this time of isolation, I've been feeling like my network is kind of drying up or evaporating a little bit. And uh, this doing this makes me feel a little bit more like, oh, okay, you know, I can reach out to these people. And, mm -hmm. um, and my, my birthday was last month. And so when people had sent me birthday messages, I, instead of just saying, hey, thank you, I said, oh, you know, it's been a while since we talked. I actually turned it into a conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's, and, and for that matter, you know, make use of your, the, the, the facilities that are granted you through your social media. I mean, how many of us just delete that LinkedIn message that says so-and-so is having a birthday, someone's having a, a business anniversary or whatever, but why not make use of that? that's a perfect excuse to reach back out to them, start up a conversation. Why not? Good idea. Cause I know <laughs> how much I appreciate it when people reach out to me for various reasons for the birthday, typically. Um, and a friend of mine actually just, uh, I just deleted the message from LinkedIn that, you know, congratulate her for something else. So maybe I'll have to go into my trash and pull that back out. I did, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so those are some some of my ideas anyway. Uh, any any other ideas for for staying connected with your, I, no, with your network? I don't think I can pop that at all, or even come close to it, because you're <laughs> you're the you're the systems person, and I I think remembering the little pieces of pieces about people that like the monarch or whatever that um, for me I have to remember them because I've typed them into my system. Mm -hmm. So um, and sometimes when I think about it, my typing the information into the system sometimes has a lag. It may be a week or two goes by before I get it to type in. And so that's good. That's good and bad. But the good part is that I'm remembering something about them. And then, you know, it's been two weeks since we've talked. So I can shoot an email out. And again, they're, they're saying, oh, she's remembering me. Mm hmm yeah, I, and I think that's a that's a really big part. You know, the, the, uh, Kathy did ask us how do we how do we help them remember us, and I think the, the answer is remember them and 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 yeah. tell them that you remember them. <laughs> that's the that's the the whole secret behind it. Yeah, and in fact, if you're reaching back out to someone like Bob Berg that you've met, I mean, it was I, I remember you telling me about meeting him. It's it's a number of years ago now. It's probably five years ago at least. Would you say? When I first met him, it was ten years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was. And, it was was that time. the NSA? Was and that the NSA when you met him? Was 2011 that, that I, I I met him. So. Okay, so more than five years ago then. Um, yeah. So I, when you reach out, you might have to say, you know, we chatted in the elevator at the NSA meeting and you were so gracious. So just kind of set the scene so they're not like, who the heck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely important is, uh, well, and, and the, the danger, I guess, is, this is not a form letter you're sending out. 
This is a personal note that you are sending out. Yes, you, you are going to have to give context because they may not remember you right away. But if you give them context, they can go, oh, my gosh, yes, Greg Peters, yeah, I do remember you. And then you can actually have a conversation because that will bring back your entire, if you can get them to remember you based upon a single instance, it will bring back the entire history you already had. So you don't have to rebuild with a stranger. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for today. I think so. Uh, you know, we, we, we uh, overfed them the past two weeks. It's time to give them a, a little bit more of a, a light supper on this one. I, I agree. <laughs> well, thank you all for uh, tuning in with us again today. Um, next time, we are going to be talking about why you should be networking for more than just customers, uh, because networking is more than just getting more customers. So please, if you enjoyed the program today, uh, we would love it if you would share it with your friends. Please do subscribe. Uh, the, the episode, of course, will be posted on our Facebook pages uh, with information that is in the episode notes. We would love to have your comments there. Hey, how are you staying connected with your network? Because, you know, we are certainly don't have all the answers. <laughs> so until next time, go out and make some great connections. And mom, take care. All right. Thanks, Greg. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.